son of a rat. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Holy, that's oh, awesome. And he's not even here to defend himself. I thought that was him coming on. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> well, hey, happy Tuesday, everybody. Oh, what a Tuesday it is. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, 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 you missed the intro. You have to go back and watch the intro. I've seen it. I've seen it. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was trying to get my password right. I saw it, you son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) It even had a double play. Yeah. Slow down. Slow mo. What's up, Papa Moe's low? I think we've said this before, but he was the number, he was the first person to watch us live when we were just messing around. Yeah. Like I think uh, me, Brent, a few others, we were on live. And I mean, I think we forgot we were live and we're just like BSing. And then next thing you know, we have some people watching us. And, you know, Papa Mo's Low was in there just typing away, chatting back and forth with us. <laughs> and uh, this is this is when we were just testing to see if we could even go live. So yeah. um, it's pretty cool. He's still around. All right, guys. So let's just start Yo, this party getting, off. Let's, hold let's on, keep on. Let's, is, let's get, I, I just missed this. Why is Sean in the chat and not with us right now? What He's <laughs> Disney World? Oh, that's right. Okay. He's giving shoutouts in the chat. He's <laughs> standing in line. He's probably on yeah. Space Mountain right now. I totally <laughs> forgot about that. Uh, can we? Uh, Everybody's getting thirsty. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. I want to crack this open. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's get started, everybody. So, hey, welcome to episode 21. I am super excited to be your host tonight, and uh, I'm, I plan on messing shit up. But, <laughs> hey, unlike that, let's not mess up that yard. So, we're talking about disease. We're going to go through a couple pictures, I'm sure. And, uh, you know, if you got disease in the lawn, we'll help you out and uh, go from there. But also, we are, pro- I think we're choosing another lawn of the week or at least announcing or something. Um, we also have a giveaway, but on top of everything, we have Paul from Ambitious Lawn here. So everyone give him a what's up, how you doing what's to the up? best lawn in oh. town. Ambitious Lawn. Yes, thank you. Stripe, stripe contest winner. Yes. Oh, yeah. So along it's not, with it's Ambitious, not just Paul. So we, all know, we all know he's got the best lawn in town, Nate. But, uh, you know, uh, we got four others that we'd like to show you right now. Uh, other runner ups that were really close to it. I don't know if you're going to show those now, Zach, or you want to wait till after. Uh, I'd, like, after. To, I'd like to it's pop up. this top, man. Yeah, let's get that drink. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, hey, well, everyone grab your sippy cups and, uh, you know, take it down with KOTG. <laughs> what? Grab a glass. <laughs> I keep off the ground. Somebody started drinking early. David, no Cosmo tonight? No, <laughs> oh, what? Pacific. Seven up. I'll tell you what, we had like, we had a chain going on the old opening of the <laughs> yeah. beers. It was like nine deep or something. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, Nate. I didn't look think it was going to end. Oh, hey. that, hey. that. Holy, that a boy. Why Why do you even have a leftover? Shouldn't they be gone? Tiny. Shouldn't they be gone? Well, I decided to keep a couple around in case we run out of water. Hey. <laughs> for, for the kids. Yeah. yeah. Keep them hydrated. Throw it on the lawn. Stay, it seems to work. 
I tell you so, what, uh, I put a couple in the freezer. They they get almost uh, slushy. Pretty cool. Ambitious Lawn is the KOTG 2021 Stripe Contest winner. Memorial um, Day. Memorial Day. And he was up against um, some tough competition. We uh, got it down to a final five. Um, and the votes were tight for the top spot. Um, even the third spot, the top three were really tight. Um, and he pulled out the win uh, last few hours, actually. Um, but, yeah. So, I mean, those yeah. are some nice lawns right there. The, actually, all 80 of them were. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you, everyone. That's some tough competition, man. Yeah, so best out of 80 right there. Or best out of people that didn't want to compete, I guess. So that's awesome. Yeah. Good job, ambitious. Yeah, I just want to say I appreciate everyone's vote. And, uh, you know, I appreciate the love everyone shared so far, you know, on uh, on social media. Man, it's, it's humbling, really, just to sit back and enjoy your own lawn and then just to share it with other people all around the world, you know, and just to get some love and feedback from, from all of you guys. It's, it's definitely humbling and honoring, you know, just to be a part of it and such a great community, you know, there's so much positivity in there. You know, I, I mean, like I said, it's pretty cool just to be a part of that. And on top of that, you know, to, uh, you know, take the the championship there with, uh, you know, Memorial day being the, you know, the topic there, that was, that was pretty cool. Um, you know, the stars and stripes kind of theme there with the stripe contest, you know, everything yeah. there was pretty awesome. So I definitely appreciate it. You know, appreciate all the love everyone shared so far, man. It's, it's pretty incredible. Thank you. Yeah. No, awesome. yeah uh, Paul, Hey, just real quick, just give us a little rundown. I'm sure, you know, people do know uh, where you're from, what kind of grass you have, uh, but go over that one more time just to kind of let people in the chat know if they didn't catch any of the uh, shut contest winners, which they should have, but uh, give a quick uh, brief rundown of, uh, who Paul is. Yep. So uh, I'm over here on the East Coast in uh, Delaware, and uh, I've got a tall fescue. Um, it's about eight or nine years old. It was uh, sawed when it was first put down, and uh, we've pretty much been mowing and uh, watering it ever since. And, uh, you know, I had somebody come out and fertilize it, you know, along the way just to kind of keep things moving. I saw everyone else kind of getting their lawns, you know, to the next level and the irrigation and everything else, which I still don't have the in-ground irrigation, but, you know, obviously I'm managing like a lot of you are as well. Um, but, you know, I've, I've cared for it for the most part you know, up until sometime last year. And we'll get into that a little bit more here, but uh, um, I really turned the corner, I guess, with uh, getting a little more into the lawn here uh, about last year. So, um, but yeah, so that's, that's kind of where my journey began. Well, you're doing something right. That's for damn sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need to be doing what you're doing. Yeah. What do you what do you mow with? It's that domination line for me, bro. Like oh, <laughs> that man. domination line's got everyone going nuts. Man, Lush, hey, Lush, Lush is Lush has got a twinkle in his eye saying that. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I just got a a craftsman mower with the uh big league long striper kit on there. Um, I look like many, I started out with a, uh, DIY, uh, set up, you know, which is rolling the PVC pipe behind, uh, the lawnmower and that, that, you know, produced some pretty decent stripes, but you know, it got to be a kind of a pain and a headache and, uh, just wasn't 
you know, I felt like everyone was looking at me like out there in the lawn, like, what is that dude doing? <laughs> you know, with that thing dragging behind his mower. And I was just like, you know, this thing became more of a headache. So I, I was like, yeah, all right, let me go online and really research some of these striper kits. And uh, that was the one I ended up going with. And, and honestly, I, I've enjoyed it. You, you almost forget it's there. It's, it's just like seamless. Can I ask one question? I, I know I asked you this on Instagram, but for real, what is your relationship with your neighbor who you have that domination line with? Which side? <laughs> oh, man, I love it. <laughs> I'll tell you. Um, so one of my neighbors, uh, the, the side that I have, the short strip, um, I've, I've been real close with them uh, up until last year. They moved and we've got a new neighbor there and uh, they really haven't done anything. They, uh, they really weren't even in the house for a while after they bought it. So, um, you know, that particular lawn just hasn't gotten the treatment. They have irrigation. They've had it for like eight years. Um, so the new uh, homeowner has been irrigating. So it's keeping it alive, but it's that nice, bright lime green that's just, you know, I'm dominating just by color, you know. Um, and then the, in the picture that you see up here, the other neighbor, He's been taking care of it pretty well um, up until this year. For some reason, he kind of let it go. Didn't get out there like he normally does. Didn't treat it like he normally does. Um, he's starting to turn around, but uh, I think I think all the the people in the area on the street are they're, they're looking. So I think they're trying to get their game uh, stepped up a little bit. So I've had some lookers out there. That's for sure. Yeah, I definitely would look if I drove by too. So no harm there. <laughs> nice straight stripes. <laughs> yeah, I, I try to keep them straight for you, Nate. That boy. I was just thinking, you know, none, none of the uh, top five had any of those wavy stripes, so must <laughs> I must have been onto something. So we'll see. You intimidated uh, all the way that in people to enter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dang! I just did a cool wavy pattern. Nate, are you aware of any big YouTubers recently that have been throwing up banana cuts or anything? hey so we're we're talking about fungus let's uh some people here in here want to talk about fungus oh man fungus on the lawn or like you know fungus (laughs) somewhere else (laughs) the after hours we'll talk about those i'm down with the other else keep off the grass live cast is not a substitution for a medical professional So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to this because uh, coming from Arizona and then I've only been to Utah a year, I haven't had to deal much with fungus. I mean, it's as dry as dry can be when you're talking about single digit humidity. Yeah, we don't have to deal with a lot of fungus. So I'm kind of curious to see what you guys are dealing with. Uh, you know, I've been researching and looking up some of the types of fungus. So what are some things you guys, I know Mr. Lush has a lot of fungus with St. Og, so curious to hear about that too. Oh yeah. No, it, it's it's a tough one. Even though uh I, I know there's uh there's some warm season folks down here that might know what I'm talking about, but even though we prevent fungus, we, we're still gonna get it. So it's it's that bad with the, especially with the humidity and everything um going on. It, it it's bad. Um I'm trying to, I was trying to stay away from fungicides uh, for the past three months. Uh, I was trying some, a, a product. Uh, I guess it did, it, it did the job for the three months. Um, 
but I I guess I wanted to stop. I wanted to see how long it would give me. Uh, so it gave me a very good residual of, of three months. Uh, so I'm, I'm back into my chemical um, chemical game plan. Um, and I'll be making some some content on it because Great Leaf Spot, uh, Take Out Root Rot, and uh, uh, Rhizectonia, which is a brown patch, large patch, it's 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 very common here in South Texas. So what's oh. what's coming for you guys up there? I know you guys have a powdery mildew. What, what does you guys have? Brown patch. Brown patch as well? Leaf spot. Okay, so is that just caused from a lot of rain and a lot of humidity? What other? What there's, is you, there's a, you have to, in order to find out a fungal issue, there's this thing called the 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 triangle. The, the, it, 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 it's, a, it's a triangle, right? In this case, you have the host, which is the plant itself, and then you have the pathogen, which is a disease that you're that you that you getting or that you had, and then you have to look at the environment. All those three have to be put together in order for you for you to know or be very certain that you have a fungal disease, right? Um, you can't just guess. Two of them can't just be active, and the, and then the other one you kind of like guessing, like oh, okay, it might be it or you know, it might be just grub damage. It might be fur damage. It might be whatever, right? You have to be very clear that you have those three put together and all those three equals two, of course, disease. So, so that's why it's, it's very important to know what you're, what you're facing, what you're trying to look for. Uh, and of course, so you can know what type of fungicide to apply. Okay. So that's very, very important as well. Uh, go, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about it on a little scenario. So I had a buddy of mine. Uh, he called me a, a few weeks ago. He's like, "Hey, bro, I'm be treating this area. Uh, I got I got fungus. I've been looking at videos, and it looks like it's fungus or whatever." So that, this my, my buddy was going hard on on on, on uh, fungicides, guys. Like I'm I'm talking like hardcore bad. Um. So then I'm like, you know what, bro? Let, let me go and check it out. I'll, I'll help you out. So then I go. Um, and I try to, you know, I'm trying to look into the, to the spot and I found some slow release and quick release fertilizer burn there. So this guy thought that was a fungal issue and he wasn't. So this guy was going hard on fungicides and, you know, it wasn't even the fungus that he had. It was fur burn that he had there. So that's where you have to know exactly what you're trying to find. Know what, no, you have to be very sure that you have fungus in order for you to apply fungicides because it, fungicides are no joke, guys. Like, it, it, it really isn't. I, I love fungicides. I, I love chemicals, but I'm trying to stay away from them. Um, but like I said, you have to be very, very sure that you have that fungus in order for you to apply that fungicide. Um, so. so what about like a preventative rate when you're putting down you know, once a season, or if you even do that, because I, you know, I put mine down, you know, once a season, I guess for preventative, I mean, are you, should we there's, still kind of be careful with that? Obviously not too much, but you know, just a preventative rate. There, there's a lot of miss, miss, uh, I guess, information about preventative. Um, some people like to mix different type of classes, uh, like, uh, I guess modes of action, uh, into preventatives, but that's not really the case. You can, uh, but if you can try to stay away from, you know, mixing two groups together of fungicides, it, it, it'll be good. The reason, the, the, 
the only time that I mix two uh, modes of action, uh, in this case, two different types of, uh, of groups, uh, is when I'm already currently active on the fungus, right? Preventative, it can be uh, a simple, you know, uh, propiconazole. It can be any type of, uh, of, 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 um, of uh, uh, fungicide, right? Uh, in this case, I love, uh, I love, I'm a huge fan of azoxystrobin. And there's, the list goes on on chemicals, guys. It, it, it keeps on, it, it, it keeps on going. Uh, but you have to be, actually, like I said, very, you have to be very careful and you have to make sure that you're switching your fungicides often because the turf will build resistant and it's very, very bad when it builds resistant. Mm. Uh, so always keep an eye on that as well. So have you guys ever had a, a non-fungus season or is it just, you just have to deal with it? Well, the, the fungus, the fungus can be uh, either, it was either in the soil, you invited a guest and he had, he stepped on a, on a lawn that had fungus and he stepped on yours. You got, uh, if, if, if you got the, your, your lawn mowed by, by a company, you're more than likely going to have a fungal issue down there. You know, it, it, it just depends. Down where? I'm sorry? What you're saying is if, is if you clean your deck, you can uh, oh, yeah. you can prevent spreading <laughs> fungus. Keep it wiped out. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I'm a I can imagine sharing, sharing a deck would be a problem. <laughs> My dad has never used a single, uh, any type of uh, fungicide on his lawn because it's that healthy and the pathogen is never active. In his lawn. That's how good my dad's turf is. Hmm. That's how Mark, good is. would you wear a bag? Yeah, I'm sorry. I was saying if Mark would have a bag. Oh, Mark. Oh yeah, absolutely. Got a bag. <laughs> yeah, I was. Keep a bag. If there's, if there's uh, active fungus, definitely bag. I'm a huge fan of bagging. <laughs> if there's active fungus, you better double bag, bag it. Bag. Double, double bag. bag. Um, uh, especially with. With with Saint Augustine, the gray leaf spot, it can spray like easy, like really, really quick. So um, definitely, you have you want you want to make have any type of disease pressure or, or you know stuff like that. So. so about other cool season grass, you guys as just fungus a way of life, and you just have to start dealing with it. I mean, I I always try to just uh, prepare my turf for disease. I mean, if you have a lack of uh, manganese um you know that can uh that can uh help disease start um you want to have you know good good amount of manganese um potassium that can be a uh resistance against uh uh against disease so i mean just preparing your trip your ph if you got a really high ph you're probably going to be getting some disease um so i mean as long as you got your npk right your ph right you know you're at least going to be on the right track to fighting disease um, and then, but that doesn't mean you're not going to get disease. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons, um, that's one of the reasons I've been, I've been using the volcanic ash the last couple of years, yeah. uh, cause it's, it's high in silicon. And silicon. so I read, a, I read a number of studies last year sometime, um, that were indicating that, you know, during, in the studies that turf grasses that were treated with silicon or, or had a higher silicon content, um, in the soil were more tolerant to diseases specifically uh powdery mildew and uh brown leaf spot so that's kind of besides everyone uh from you know outside this group this this uh, this group i don't think i have told, told anyone that 
the project I was running, it was uh, for a silica a silica product. Uh, man, uh, silica really helped me out a lot. Trying, uh, you know, trying not to use uh, fungicides. That, that's the secret, man. It really, really did work. Like I said, it, it lasted three months. Uh, I was gonna make a video on it, um, but like I said, silica really did help me out a lot. Uh, staying away from fungus, uh, from fungicides. I'll be using another another product as well, uh, which is phosphite, uh, which is also uh, very, very good uh, for for you know for for turf. Uh, but I'll, I'll, I guess I'll go into more into detail in the future when we talk about you know uh, stuff like that. You know? but that's that's another good thing that we can use, which is phosphite. David, I got a question for you. So one of the things you you just hammered on was that um, you got to be absolutely sure that it's fungus. It's not like you, the example you raised, it's a burn from slow release uh, fertilizer. So for somebody like myself or anybody that's even new to lawn care, man, how do you, what would be some steps or some advice that you would take to, to identify something truly as fungus versus another problem? And with synopsis, it's super easy to, to to find out, you know, if you if you type it, if you have any type of fungal issue, um, especially when it comes to the when looking into the like little details like the crown or even the leaf blade, you know, with gray leaf spot, or if it's just the 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 tip that it's you know that's uh that's I guess burned <laughs> or whatever, you know, whatever whatever type of, of of I guess fungal issue that you have that you have, uh. It, <laughs> It, 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 you want to make sure you want to make sure that uh, a pull test is done. You want to make sure that uh, the, uh, there's there's enough mo- uh, there's no moisture sitting down uh, sitting there, or like for example, gutters huge huge issue in South Texas where the uh, with with takeout root rot uh, with gutters it's literally straight to the to the part of where the where the takeout root rot is at, and you know and, you know stuff like that. But I would consider uh, looking into like a like a pull test and. Uh, Looking to a soil probe as well to see if there's any, uh, you know, uh, maybe you have a, a sprinkler head that's leaking down there, or uh, excessive water, excessive moist. You know, the list goes on. You really have to make sure, uh, to you know, you want to go deep down, uh, down there, to, uh, you know, and check it out. Uh, it, like I said, the list goes on. It, it, there's a lot of tests that you you can do to, to you know to find out if if it's fungus or not. So. I'm going to pull it and probe it. That's all I got. Yep. So <laughs> tip burns one of the signs of fungus, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Hey, Oli, Paul, what are you dealing uh, with, Oli? You got, you're in like the transition oh, zone there. Man, we <laughs> all of a sudden popped up and uh, at the shop, it got some major fungus. So the last two days, we got a little sprinkle. Last night, we got a good rain. And when I pulled into the shop this morning, I could see it. I mean, it just... I could see it across there. See a brown haze. So yeah, mm. she's nasty. Wow. <clears throat> so. Ow. Yep. And I've been dragging my feet on getting my fungicides out, and I was actually going to do it Saturday, and I wish I would have. But uh, before I left today, um, I hit it with some probe and some hydroxystrobin. So does it come back after doing that, or does it just die off and new grass has to grow? What you want to do is try to get that leaf to grow out, like grow past that bad spot and cut that off. Yep. You know, that's what you want to like get it to. Yeah. So, so the fungicide is not going to. That's that's nasty right there. That's first thing this morning. It's not oh. going to kill it off, but it's just going to outgrow, and then you cut it off that way and hope prevent new stuff from coming up. 
Yeah, well, you want to treat what you got there because if you don't, it'll kill it out. Okay. You know, if you don't do something about it, like I say, I wish I was. Luckily, I don't have that at home. You know, it's been dry enough here, and I can't water this place like I can at the shop. It's only thirty five hundred square feet, and I got a well, and uh, I throwed some water to it about. Um, I guess I throwed some water to it either Friday or Saturday, pretty heavy, and then we got rain. And then a good rain last night, and then all of a sudden it's got real humid, and all of a sudden the humidity's here. Okay, it's like yeah, the perfect storm for what you see right there. Yeah, that's kind of what I was just talking in the chat with with uh, Super TA, because he's in Jersey. He's a little bit of ways, about an hour from me, and um, you know that's one of the things that he was saying is you know, we've been getting a lot of rain in the last week and a half, two weeks, just getting dumped on, and uh, just crazy thunderstorms and then it's also just been kind of cloudy and humid so um you know you guys tell me is that that's kind of like a perfect storm for funguses right especially when your nighttime temperatures start coming up you know mm. when it's sticky outside yeah that humidity that that's really i think when i notice some pressure i mean the rain i don't it doesn't rain enough to where I noticed disease from just rain, but the humidity, like I had 95% humidity today. Um, and it was just, it was, it was like 80 degrees out when I walked outside, it had swamp ass right away. I mean, (laughs) so like, you know, it's just like, it's just wet. Yep. When when it's like that, man, it's, it's tough. Yeah. And that's kind of what it's been. That's kind of what it's been for us. Um, you know, in New Jersey for the last, I don't know, two and a half weeks or so. It was really dry for a while. And then it's just been raining like crazy and it and and super humid in the in the afternoons and evenings, if even if it's not raining. So uh, I have a question for Oli and Zach, since you guys have the biggest lawns in the group. So whenever you guys have any type of uh, a fungus, do you guys spot treat it? Do you guys do a blanket spray? What do you guys do? <clears throat> blanket. Blanket. What about you, Zach? You you try to stay away from uh, from fungicides and chemicals. I didn't put one down on my uh, back lawn last year, and I wasn't going to this year. But um, yeah, I put a preventative down. I haven't really seen any like major symptoms yet, but the uh, the atmosphere is right and the weather's right right now where disease is present. So I put down a preventative. I saw that uh, it was a prop, right? You had some prop. Yeah, prop console. Um, I put it down in a granular form. Um, I normally use Eagle uh, to spot to not spot spray, but if I see um, actual disease, um, I'll spray it with Eagle to cure it. Um, right. I get a lot of rust. I'll walk oh. out. I'll, there's been a couple summers ago. I'd walk out and come back in, and my shoes would be orange. Um, Dang. So that uh, that Zach, Eagle that- really helped. Do you get the rust more in the fall or like now? I I get it. Yeah, it's more like July um, when I get it. Yeah. And then it, it lasts till end of August. Yeah. Hey, Brent, there's a couple of questions. I'm, I don't know if you're typing to him or not, but up yeah. on, he wants to know uh, if he should avoid watering in the evening or and then on the lawn training, just said, have you put some preventative down? Yeah, I just saw those. I mean, I I personally, you know, just what we were talking about before, um, just with the humidity and stuff. I mean, I 
I think staying away from watering in the evenings probably probably pretty good um, with the, the, with the humidity. Do not water in the evenings. Yeah. Do you, do I have a high pH where you're at, Britt? Um, mine's a little bit low, actually. So I, I, I mean, I think it kind of depends because if you look at somebody, um, you know, in New Jersey, we have, it's, it's real varied, um, right. Like depending on where you are, like if you're like, I'm, I'm very East, um, I'm a lot closer to the, to the ocean, um, and I'm to the North. And so somebody that's to the South and, you know, to the East, I mean, they're going to have really really sandy soil my soil is not so sandy where i am um so it's it's just really varied like um you know i kind of have more of a clay uh kind of typical i guess i, I guess soil um but i know like where my in-laws live and my brother-in-law like down in south jersey uh kind of they're they're real close to where super ta is at um super I mean, it's basically sand, you know, it's like that's super sandy loam, which I mean, that stuff's really good for growing turf grass, <laughs> but, uh, so, so we, it's kind of varied, um, where we're at in terms of, you know, soil quality and, you know, the CEC that you're going to see for, uh, for the soils here. And, and then kind of, I guess how that coincides right with the, uh, with the pH of the soil. So like, I'm, I was a little bit low, not terribly. Um, on my last soil test that I did in the fall. So, um, you know, I feel, I feel pretty good about that. I mean, so does that, does, does soil pH affect fungus? It does. Well, that's the reason why I was asking because fungus thrives on high pH on, on alkaline soil. Uh, it, it loves alkaline soil. So that's the reason, because I had a, I had a few questions like, Hey Dave, well, why are you putting down a peat moss or a stagnant peat moss? down on that area is because peat moss actually lowers down pH, I guess not that much, but just enough to control that area in, before it spreads out. So that's the reason why uh, peat moss on alkaline soil is very important whenever you're applying fungicides. You also want to make sure that you want to get the right airflow. That's why a lot of people do aerations uh, or core aerations before any type of, uh, uh, um, uh, I guess, application fungicide applications just because you want to get the right airflow uh for it for you know for it to grow uh out of the fungus uh yeah actually just before this show i put down a 0050 sulfate of sulfate of potash um and you know that sulfur in there will help bring down that ph a little bit and that's yeah. kind of I'm, I'm just going after some stress relief um with that and for disease pressure Definitely, it does. It does. It it will help tons, tons. So so good job. It, not only the sulfur, but the potash uh, itself is going to help you tons, it, uh, tons with it as well. So, hey guys, I just want to give a quick shout out. There's a couple of people in the chat that's shouting, giving a shout out to Baby Cody. Made a uh, an appearance tonight. So, hey, hey, yeah. what's up, Baby Cody? A little knock. We got a sorry to. About that, but we got some a couple six kids. I think we're all sick in the house right now. Uh, our baby girl, she's been sick for a little while. Noxie, he's had a little bit of a temp, but uh, we're just trying to do our best right now and having fun in this podcast while we're doing it. Yeah, yeah I didn't see it, but he, th he threw up on me right now, but I had to hide <laughs> it. Uh, but you guys have all seen it. Um, but uh, I'm really curious. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if I missed this, and I'm sorry if I did. Paul. 
what are you dealing with with the disease up there with your lung? That's a great question because uh, about a year ago, um, like I said, that was kind of like my turning point with my lawn care um, because I got hit with disease real hard. Um, I, I had, uh, you know, brown spots all over the yard. I was wondering what was going on. Um, you know, it was, it was probably coming out of summer, heading into fall. Um, you know, the temperature was still pretty high and it was pretty hot out and humid and, uh, the grass was growing. I was feeling pretty good about it. I was watering all the time. And, uh, you know, I was like, man, am I watering too much? You know, I just started questioning, you know, what am I doing wrong? What's going on? You know, and I started seeing a couple other people getting similar, um, results in that. And I'm thinking, man, is it just like a product of the environment? You know, is there something going on in our area? Um, you know, and then, like I mentioned before, I had, uh, a guy coming in fertilizing my lawn. So I was wondering, okay, is he, you know, transmitting something into my lawn that he's carried over from someone else's lawn? Um, you know, so I just, all these questions started going at, I'm like, man, what do I do? What do I do? And I started researching, going online and trying to figure out exactly what was going on in the lawn. Um, you know, I said, it really hit me. I was just like, man, I thought I had a nice lawn. Now look, it's trashed, you know? And, and I mean, it just, it just kind of like for a moment kind of depressed me, but I was like, you know what, I'm going to find out what's going on. I'm going to research this, you know, look into it more. Um, I started off with putting a little disease X down. That was the first thing I did. And then I, I had gotten a, uh, just a, a liquid, uh, hose end spray. Um, I think it was a bio advanced, um, disease, fungus treatment. Um, like I said, I was new to all this stuff. So I just went all the store-bought products, um, tried all that stuff out. And uh, sure enough, in a few weeks, it, you know, it, it wiped it all out. And I started throwing out some fertilizer, some lawn food to try to get the lawn to bounce back. And uh, lawn started taking off. I'm like, man, I'm actually doing something right. And uh, so then that just, you know, motivated me to really take my lawn into my own hands and so I actually contacted my uh, fertilizer guys like, Hey man, I really don't need you no more. You know? Yeah. And, uh, such a so, good feeling though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was for me, you know, I, I, um, I, at first I was like, man, I don't, I don't know how to tell this guy, <laughs> you know, cause he's such a nice guy. And, and, uh, but you know, at the same time I was like, you know, I'm going to start doing this on my own, man. You know, I really want to get into it and learn it and understand it. And, uh, you know, so, and that's what I did. And from there forward, man, I, I really started to look into, you know, what else I need to do to the lawn and how to treat the lawn and how to prevent weeds and all that stuff. Cause I left it into his hands and, and this is what ended up happening, right? At least I thought, you know, could have been his fault, could have been environment, could have been my fault. Um, you know, partly I thought maybe, uh, I was watering too much in the evening trying to fight the, the heat and, uh, you know, so obviously you don't see any domination lines here. So yeah, obviously wasn't doing a whole lot back then. So this, um, and this is your yard, right? Paul? Yes. This yep. is your picture. So that, that spit, that spot looks a lot like a spot that I have in my front yard. Now, when you had this, did you notice that it was growing? Like, was it expanding at all? Or was it just kind of staying um, so about the same size? I, at first, this was a really small patch. And same with the front, it was a really small spot, one or two spots that were, you know, the size of my fist. And 
I saw the same thing in the backyard, just slightly little areas. And I thought at first, you know, my grass was drying out. So I started watering more, started watering in the evening. I was mowing. And, you know, I think just because of watering and mowing, I, I, maybe I spread that around and, uh, man, it just, my entire backyard ended Mm. up getting these brown spots everywhere. My front lawn started getting it. Um, this area grew from one or two little spots to that entire area there and and a little bit larger, um, than what you see pictured. But I mean, I was like, man, what is going on? And, Mm. uh, you know, it was, Honestly, you know, for anyone out there who's dealing with stuff like this, and it can be depressing, you know, especially if you, for me, I was new to, you know, really the extreme side of where I am now versus where I was before, you know, as far as treating it, how I appreciate it, how much I, you know, want it to look so good, you know, Um, before I was just, you know, mowing it and, you know, letting someone else keep up with the treatments and stuff, you know, I was just trying to hopefully keep a nice lawn, but, uh, you know, for anyone out there who's really battling something like this or any other conditions, you know, something like this really where it may seem challenging and depressing, um, you know, take that failure or that period of time as, you know, something that you can work through and make you stronger or better for the future. Because, I mean, I wouldn't be anywhere near where I am today without that um, disease or fungus hitting me. Uh, cause I would have just kept mowing and kept doing everything I was doing before and letting someone else take care of my fertilizing. So, I mean, like I said, I, I wouldn't have gotten to any of the successes that I feel for myself now, if none of this, you know, backsliding would have happened. So for anyone out there who's dealing with that, you know, push through it, do a little bit of research, lean on the community. I mean, I, I found already a lot of information, just a short period of time, just just by communicating with each other, you know, one person will ask a question and the next thing you know, you're bouncing ideas back and forth. You know, I put one picture out about one thing and I'll get 20 different responses, you know, different ideas and stuff. So, I mean, it's, it's a great community. So don't let it be a a defeating moment. Take it as a conquering moment. So. Mm -hmm. It's a learning curve. It's a learning curve. Absolutely. That's full learning curve for sure, man. I agree with with fungi with fungus and fungicides. Oh man, stressful, super stressful. Anybody know? I, I what's do going have on one here? question though. What's up? I man? got one question yeah, for you, real for quick it. though. Um, so, being that I've gone through those issues already, uh, this year I did put a, a treatment of you know Scott's Disease X and some uh, propiconazole down and as like a preventative, right? Um, you know, I've heard sometimes this stuff is a, a product of our environment and things like that. Um, should I be expecting to maybe see this come back around every year hereafter? Or is this something that, you know, maybe it was a one-off and I treated it, it's gone? Um, or should I just be proactive? It's coming back. The season? Oh, no, it's, it's going to come back, brother. I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. to, sorry to tell you this, but it, it's coming back. So um adding a preventative um uh, i guess application into your lawn care program is very very important and for everyone watching out there the same way you track down your for your fertilization applications track down your fungicide applications as well guys uh why 
because I know a lot of turf management companies that don't even offer prop and azotic strobing in their program because due to building resistance on the turf. Mm. Okay, so you got to be very careful how much you're putting down, how much, how, you know, or what's, you know, what type of, of, of fungus you're fighting and make sure you, you know, hit it with the right uh, fungicide. That's why I know Oli is a huge fan of this. And, and so am I. I purchase stuff by the active ingredient. Yes, it's more expensive. It is. But it's at the end of the day, worth it, man. Uh, there, like I said, um, man, you know, I can I can go I can go over the list on of, of fungicides that are out there that are super super effective. Uh, but you know, you got like I said, you gotta be with with chemicals, man. It, it's really no joke, especially for your turf. So so track those down, guys. Tracking down, track down those applications. And if you guys can go, you know, you know, spend a little bit more money on a on a on a. And an, I guess active ingredient uh, um, um, fungicide. Do it, guys. Do it. Do it. There's tons of tons and tons of, of products out there, like Stroby. There's a prop. Uh, there's propiconazole by itself. You know. You know a lot, a lot, a lot of them out there. So, so yeah. Quick tip. I mean, yeah, it's it's coming back every year. But I mean, if you want to look at like the cause, the, you know, the base cause of issues, you know, you may have some some thatch you may have some dead material laying down there where it's thriving um you know so constantly you know dethatching um breaking out that dead material aerating you know that's stuff that you can kind of get ahead of it that way too mm. yep yeah most of your fungicide programs are applied about every 28 days yep 28. just to stay on just to stay on top of it a lot of it is not really not really will I get brown patches more of like or disease is more like when uh-huh. like last year I, I didn't do any I done really good last year and I thought I was gonna make it a whole year without any fungicides oh man that's the and then it got to raining so much I ended up getting plithium blight uh. on the turf that was less than a year old and it wiped it slam out within just a couple of days I mean it's gone oh, wow and yeah, that's bad all right, guys. Hey, I'm going to reel us in real quick. We got a little bit of time left, but uh, I think we should get to uh, a lot of the week and maybe even a giveaway. So who wants to start that off with lot of the week? Yeah, I'll do long week. Hey, guys. So, uh, we, I mean, you guys are making it tougher and tougher. We even thought about going <laughs> back and making some of the other lot of the weeks, making them the re relaunch of the week, but we found this one guy who's got an amazing, an amazing lawn, and he happens to be Tiff Tough Coast down Ooh. under. So, Mister Tiff Tough Coast has an amazing lawn down there in Australia. Mm-hmm. So, we got another international winner. So, congratulations! So, that's low cut with stripes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty boom, sure boom, he's bang. got he's got the Bermuda straight with uh, with perennial rye overseeded. That's some good contrast there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So he uh, he he tagged us in a in a reel. I kind of threw it together here in a couple screenshots just to get the uh, point. But um, yeah, I mean, wow, that's looking sweet. That was amazing. Hot damn. 
<laughs> yeah, that's insane. That's clean, dude. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and quit. So, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if a drunk long guy's in here, but president, yeah. give a give a speech. President, he's in there. He's got to learn a little Australian now to welcome him, right? Oh, that's that's gonna be good. Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Want to hear an Australian that's, accent? Well, he's not drinking this week, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. So, congrats to Tough Coast. Uh, a lot of other ones really, really close. Keep it up. We got we got another Lawn of the Week next week. So, you got a hashtag KOTG Lawn of the Week for us to see it. Otherwise, we just sometimes happen upon it. But most of us are following. I think all of us are following hashtag KOTG Lawn of the Week. So, yes, you have to tag. Come on, guys. Tag it up. Hey, what you got going on down Iowa? Uh, so really last, last year, um, I had it and then I had it early this year. Um, I had a little bit of powdery mildew. Um, I get that on the North side of my house and really it doesn't see very much sunlight at all. And I was, I was watering heavy, um, just cause of how I had my sprinkler set up, just kind of doing the whole side of the house and didn't even really think about it, you know? So, I mean, it was wet and it was staying wet. And just getting no sunlight, so it was never drying out, and then just started popping, and it, it spread quick. Um, I know Marquis said he's seen some too, even this year as well, and I had some this year as well. Um, I did put down some Disease X, and it it didn't completely eliminate it, but it definitely significantly reduced it to the point where, really, unless I go out there and start looking around for it, uh, then I can notice it, but. Other than that, um, right now I, I don't see it. Um, I know last year I had a little bit of rust, but mine was like, I feel like mine was late fall when I had some rust and same thing, you know, where you're, you're out there and your shoes are got that like brownish color on them from walking through it and stuff. But, um, other than that, I haven't really seen much. Uh, the one area of my lawn that really concerns me is my backyard where my hill, where my hill comes down. And then flattens out because all the water runs off my hill. Okay. And so I get like, that is um, a day behind everything else as far as drying out. Um, so like when I, even when I mow, there are times where I can mow three quarters of my backyard and I can't do like kind of the base of the hill because it is, it's just too wet. And so that that's the area that I'm really concerned with. Um, just cause like I said, it, it is in the sun. It does hold a lot of moisture. Look, there's times where look, there's what's that look into armada bro armada 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 it's a it's a fun it's a uh site it's really really good for rust uh great leaf spot uh, it's actually a, a group three and 11 fungicide it's actually mm -hmm. very effective so look into that one man it's it's yeah. not that actually it's one of one of the least expensive fungicides out there that's very underrated it's called armada so I, I know the stuff that the stuff that you'd recommended for Mark for the powdery mildew. Can't remember what that was. Mark, are you in here? Yeah, so I, I use the yeah, I so I have really bad issues with powdery mildew on on the uh, east side of my house, and it just based on where it sits in the sun, it on its best day it's gonna get maybe like 90 minutes of sun, even some days it doesn't get any. Yep. Um 
and so like especially why I got a hose line over there and anything around there where I'm like watering uh, ornamental plants. Yeah, it's I mean it's it's like I said it's like walking on uh, puppy chow. Like it's just I mean like literally you know it's like baking powder. Anytime you step on it, I put disease X on it. it didn't do shit for it. Um, and then I I hit it with headway G. Um, I'd say to this day probably ninety percent, maybe ninety five percent is gone. So that it was really affected. Is that a is that specific to like powdery mildew or is that a is that going to be a broad case of fungus that's going to cure no it's going to happen bro no 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 the the headway g is oh that... headway no, it, it's it's uh it's actually it's actually pretty cool because it has a zoxy and proper colors are put together oh okay so so it's uh it's already it's already there um, gotcha so that I think that's that's the reason why why Mark got rid of it quicker because of the of, of the dual uh, because of the two fungicides that it has. So yeah, because disease X just has just has Azo- one of them, right? Yeah, it has a zoxy, and I believe it's 031 percent a zoxy. So it's not that it's not that concentrated. Yeah. Um, but for homeowners, it's 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 good. Yeah, like I said, I. My plan this year was to kind of use it as preventative. Um, and like I said, I, my plan is to put it down about every 30 days, just here for those kind of few months that, you know, the environment is prime for fungus. I was just going to throw it down then, but we'll see. That's kind of my plan now. And yeah, I'm kind of in that, like, you know, I've never done, bought the specific fungicides and sprayed them. So I haven't went that route yet. I've kind of been more of the, um, big box store, broad, you know, preventative. So I'm, I'm kind of staying with that and just see if I can, if I can keep it away using that, then I'm okay. I mean, it's working for you. Go for it, brother. Go for it. Go we'll for see. It. Yep. And like I said, if, cause I, I, I'm kind of with some of you guys, like if you don't have to use it, I don't want to use it. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, you don't like kind of goes back to the you know pre-emergent, you know, do you, do you not have weeds cause you use it or, you know, do you, yeah. do you not, do you not use it one year and all of a sudden you got it, you know, it's, you don't really know. So I don't know. It's one of those things where you hate to be reactive, but at the same time, that might be the course you got to take. So I don't know. It's kind of more of an experiment just to see, because a lot of your, you know, if you, if you go with like a true green or something like that, to my knowledge, they don't come out and spray fungicides, do they? I, mean, they, I, I think they have a, I don't know to be honest, but I think that they have to have a, a, a fungicide uh, program in there. Uh, yeah, it has to, at least around here they do. They do one application in late spring, and then they do another application in late fall. Yeah, I believe it's granular what they do. It's not. Uh, it's not spray. For sure. Gotcha. I, I don't know. I'm not. A, there's no. There's no um, true greens down here, but just from what I hear, they just got Mister Lush down there. <laughs> Hey, somebody said something about some brown stalks, and um, I actually have spots in my lawn like this. And uh, this was this photo is from uh, the turf nerd uh, Jason Vaughn. He sent this in. He's not sure what's going on. He said he put down disease X, um, a couple other things, and it wasn't working out for him. Um, anybody else seeing this or know what this is? is that what from, uh, the long seed, the seed? Yeah. yeah, the seed stalks. Yep. So you think that browning and yellowing is just from that? Yeah, as it starts to die off, yeah. I have a lot of that in my yard. It 
I mean, it's starting to clear out as you just mow it and it just starts to die and break down. It grows out of it. That's yeah. the reason next year I want to do a, uh, a, a growth regulator, try to keep it from going to seed head so bad. I'm yeah. right there with you, man. I got seed heads so bad this year. It was the worst I've ever seen it. You can't walk in my yard right now barefoot because it's like walking on corn stalks. There's so much seed head. I got the exact same thing in my backyard. It looks like a potential deficiency to me, though. Yeah, that's a good call, David. Um, I was thinking the same thing. I know potassium deficiency can kind of have that yellowing. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. From the the picture, I think that's it's, it's potassium deficiency. Uh, but uh, it might be with the, you know, with the seed heads. Uh, it, it depends. Mm. But uh, I, I would say potash deficiency for me. The question also is like the grass goes through that cycle of seed heading. Yeah. And it wears it out. I mean, it gives all its energy to producing seeds. And that should just be a little bit of stress too. Yeah. One thing I've noticed in like my, I noticed my neighbor's lawn tonight. And so like, it's been, it's getting in the nineties here and it hasn't rained in a week and there's no rain for like the next two weeks in the forecast, but I've actually seen lawns that are seeding still and they're starting to go dormant. So it's like that cycle. I mean, it just changed so quick from our spring, which was like prime growth and everyone's lawns were just flourishing and seeding like crazy. And now it's like, I'll use the term extreme. I mean, we're in the nineties, but very hot, very dry multiple days and it's just like now lawns are just going dormant like within a couple of days mark i don't know if you're seeing it up there but like i said i literally am seeing lawns full of seed heads and now they're going dormant it's like wow like i just that quick it changed mm. yeah wow. by me i like there are i mean even my backyard i'd say like at least 60 percent of it is going to seed and most a lot of the yards particularly with with bluegrass around here doing that and then all of a sudden we get 97 degrees and no rain for for a week um, and yeah, I mean, all of a sudden, like, I mean, I, I went and grabbed my mail. We got like an external, uh, post office box and a yard just down the street from me that looked good. Like four or five days ago, his whole yard has basically gone dormant now. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's, that's, that's what's happening here. Like literally like driving through the neighborhood, like three, four days ago. Great. And then I'm driving through tonight. I was like, Whoa, like whole yards are going dormant. Is like, that a, is that, Very noticeable. Is that purple, or what is it? And that looks like uh, that looks like uh, he, he threw a lot of iron in there or something. <laughs> uh, it's not a great leaf spot. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, Jason Vaughn sent me all those, so uh, maybe he went hard on iron and got some chlorosis in there or whatever. <laughs> all right, hey, so should we wrap it up? What do you guys think? Mm. Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. If everyone's done talking about some disease, or if anybody else got any questions, I just got you sent me that uh, photo drunk lawn guy. Yeah, I think he's been (laughs) patiently waiting in the chat to look at it. Oh, oh, that looks dry. Yeah, that's that's one thing you know. A lot of people are like, "Well, dang, do I have uh, heat stress or do I have you know brown patch?" Well, first of all. Go out there and see if you can stab it with a screwdriver and just see how dry it is. Yep. So I know he's been having issues with sprinklers. He's added some and he just hooked up his timers and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, the, the pattern looks a little off. Like it, it, it's 
What causes that? Is that caused by all the snow you guys had up there or what? No. It's just like always saying it's probably just dry, not irrigation, not hitting it right or something and going dormant maybe. Brian, maybe your dog wandered over there into his backyard. (laughs) Oh, look at that, man. We have the same dogs as this water, I tell you. They had a feed. Now we know where he's spraying his bush. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe don't blame it. That's where he's hiding all his bush cans is underneath yeah. that tray there. He, he, he did just spread beer on his lawn. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> you know, dig that up and start over. That that makes it nice and green. <clears throat> all right. But all right, everybody. I think that's it. Everything uh, has been talked about. Uh, we appreciate it. And uh, yeah, be sure to join us in the next one. We got anything exciting happening in the next one? Does anybody know? Yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's announce what's going on next week. God, what is going on next week? I don't even know. <laughs> well, we have a, uh, a really cool company coming on oh, next yeah, week. That's right. that's right. It's a, uh, if you guys have heard of Pro Pete, oh, is joining us next week. So, good one. Come on and, and join us and let's talk about fertilizer. Let's talk about what, you know, whatever we, we can think of. Yeah. So bring your yes. questions, shoot us DMs of questions you guys may want to ask Pro Pete, and uh, we'll definitely get that out to them. Absolutely. Yeah. And also, uh, in the house, along with Pro Pete uh, plug there, we also need to plug KOTG.live. So for those listening on the podcast, if you like this episode, you're going to find it on our podcast. Go to KOTG.live. Check out our website. All the information's in there. We are also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Brent's been doing an awesome job getting us on there. So come check it out. Listen, download those while on your drive, on your while you're mowing your lawn, any of that time. Uh, listen to these episodes. So kotg.live. Check us out on Instagram as well at keep.off.the.grass. Yeah, and for anybody listening to the um, to the podcast audio, I'm I'm generally about a week ish behind, so I should have uh, last week's episode up in the next day or two, and then tonight's episode will be up uh, sometime next week. I just get slammed at work, and you know, kind of has to take a backseat because you know it's uh, one thing to remind everybody. We're just a bunch of dudes that have normal <laughs> jobs. <laughs> You're doing a great job, man. Dude, we're getting paid for, for fun. Those. So, um, fun. No, Brent, we need them to all go buy KOTG shirts so yeah. that you don't have to go back to work, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Would have, there would need to be a lot of shirts. <laughs> a lot of shirts. <laughs> well, yeah, everyone, sure. Everyone's talking sure. about they love the background. You know, I mean, we got a shirt that's got the same background on a shirt. So yeah. everyone that commented that loves it so much, go check out the – Go check out the website and hit the merch tab and get yourself a neon KOTG livecast t-shirt. That's so it. We, we got some new shirts up there. Got the, the traditional logo. We got some new ones out there. Yeah. Got some uh, got that pint, the official glass for drinking beer with keep off the glass. And uh I ordered I ordered me one. I mean nice. a good a good uh reminder that Father's Day is coming up very, very soon. So if you've not got your dad something, or if your wife is listening and she has not got you something, you can remind her to get you a, a KOTG pint glass or t-shirt for Father's Day. So, 
Hmm. Go. We also, we got a packed lineup for the next few months. So, I mean, you know, keep tuning in. Appreciate everybody coming in every week. The same, you know, same big crew. But yeah, we have a lot of, we have a lot of cool stuff coming up. So um, stay tuned. A lot of good, a lot of good giveaways as well. We have, yeah, man, I'm excited. Companies. Yeah. Got some awesome companies lined up. If you guys haven't noticed kind of the trend, we're trying to do, you know, one company a month is kind of the pattern we've been going at. We got some lined up all the way through what, September, I think. Got penciled yep. in on the calendar through September right now. So, September. so if you're a company, if you're a company out there that's listening and you want to maybe uh, join us, so reach out to us on Instagram and we'll see if we can get you in. But like I said, we're filling up quick and we're doing we're, it. So for my warm season folks that guys, come on. I, I know up. there's hardly, <laughs> I don't know if I hardly see anyone out there. Make some noise out there. It's kind of, you know. <laughs> Hey, that's your guys' time is about to, to shine. You guys are coming up warm season. So we're excited to see that transition and start spotlighting some real cool warm season grass people coming up. You better believe it. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. Great show. Thanks for the live chat, all the interaction. This was a good one. Absolutely. Absolutely.